The beautiful song that we are hearing is from El Coro Acarvanchado, a group that searched to rescue the musical genre called El Canto Carvenche from the north region of Mexico, specifically on the Comarca Lagunera area. And like we are talking about food here, from this region is one of the biggest milk brands from Mexico called Lala. By this reason, they are named like that, to say that they are from La Comarca Lagunera. Welcome to Culinaria Nacional, I'm Ubish, and in today's episode we're going to talk about how easy, complicated or adventurous it is to explore street food in Mexico City. To begin, not every Mexican eats in the street. In part, it depends a lot about the social class that you belong. But I will say that another bigger and important factor is how you were raised. For example, I was raised by my mom and my grandma. My grandma hated to cook. Even that she was awesome doing at it, she didn't enjoy it at all. For example, when she made tamales or soup, she will cook a lot of it in order for this dish to be our breakfast, lunch and dinner for the next month. My mom, she didn't have time to cook. She needed to take care of her two kids, me and my brother, to take care of my grandma, plus her work and her personal life. So for me, it was really common to eat in the streets since I'm a baby, especially on the weekends when we went out to do shopping. There was always something in the street or in the markets to have for breakfast. And the other model of family, it will be that you're lucky enough to have someone of your family cooking for you, usually our grandma. So, of course, it will be the worst thing that you can do to someone that has spent the whole morning thinking, shopping, and preparing everything for your lunchtime that you arrive to your house and that you are not hungry. Because it means that you ate somewhere in the street. She will get really, really mad. And after, whatever thing that happens to you bad, like a stomachache, a funny tummy, a headache, that your girlfriend cheated on you, that you get fired from your work, it will be because you ate on the street, from her perspective of you. So for the ones that eat in the street, there is a ton of places to choose from. I remember that I heard somewhere that in New York City there is so many places to eat that you could easily eat on a different place without repeating for the rest of your life and you will not finish. Well. Imagine the same thing, but multiplied by 10 times in Mexico City. So, not every place is good. There are many terrible places outside. How do they survive? Well, there is a lot of people with bad taste. Or, no other options. First, how do you recognize a good street stand? Yes, we do have Yelp and other similar social media that you can find many recommendations, but I will never recommend you this, especially here. I go out and explore. Explore the streets looking and especially smelling for the best places to drive. So, if you trust your sense of smell, use it. If it smells good and it, the place is empty, try it. And if you don't like the smell, even that it's crowded or somebody took you there, don't try it. These recommendations that I give to you is the same ones that I use when I travel. So you have to take a look to who is eating in the place that you might choose to eat. For example, everyone has had this experience. 
If where you live there is a Chinatown near, especially the classic Chinatown with all the lucky yellow cats saying hello, you will find that there is no Chinese people eating there. In some cities I have heard that there is a secret menu that only if you speak the language you can ask for it. Or in other cities there are two Chinatowns, the touristy one and the authentical one. This is the case of Mexico City, we have two Chinatowns. So, also you have to look for grandmas and grandpas eating there. They are always the most picky eaters ever, so they will go to the good places always. Also, look out for families, especially if they have small kids. A family is never going to risk that their kid got sick from eating in the street. Also take a look to the people that is working in the stand. If you see that they are eating of the same food that they are selling, this is a sign that the food is going to be good there. Another recommendation is if you see cops, cab drivers or construction workers eating of the stand, there will be 80% of chance that the food is going to be good. They are always in the street, so they have to know what place is good and also cheap. But enough of exploring, let's say that you already choose a place to eat, but they have like a thousand recommendations that you can choose. Well, remember that the people that is working there, they are not your friends, a lot of the times they are sellers, so they will sell you the expensivest thing that they have, or just any food that they have a lot of leftovers. Always order the same food that other people is having, especially if they look that they are really enjoying it or also if everyone is ordering the same dish. Now, when you go out to your culinary adventure in Mexico City, there will be two main dishes that you will find tons of places to choose from. Tacos and tortas, and there are many kinds of each. When I do my food tours, I always say that we're going to have an overdose of vitamin D for tacos, tamales, tostadas, playudas, tlacoyos, tortas, and of course, tequila. Now, let's taco about it. What does it needed for a taco in order to be a taco? It has to have three elements, tortilla, filling, and salsa. And if one of those things is missing, it is not a taco. I don't know what it is, but it's not a taco. Now, I told you about the salsas, don't worry, they don't have to be spicy always, because many Mexicans don't eat chili. It's all about how you were raised and also about your personal taste. And this is something that I always reveal on my tours. Do you want to know how Mexicans we distinguish a spicy salsa from a non-spicy just by looking at it? I'll give you some hints. It is not color, it is not texture, or the seeds. Well, let me take you on a culinary adventure in the streets of Mexico City so you can learn about this. The other important element are the tortillas. There is a huge difference when you make the tortillas by hand than when you buy them in the tortilla factory. We always appreciate much more when the tortillas are freshly made. Even many places advertise this or even they make the tortillas in a place where everyone can see it so they can notice that they are fresh. Well. This was all in the part number one of the street food in Mexico City. Don't forget to listen to us on iTunes and put a 5 star rate and a cool review also. We're gonna keep bringing you a lots of knowledge and facts about food in Mexico. 
Follow me on my Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Ubijaren, also on Instagram as Culinaria Nacional. And a special thanks to Lubanji for the edition and production of all our episodes. All of this recorded in the beautiful downtown of Mexico City. Till next week. Thank <laughs> you.